previously on the Omen podcast. Daddy, what in the blazes have you been doing while you've been here? This is my war room. I've been listening on the radio for transmissions from them. It, it, it's, it's the goddamn communists. It was their plan all along. It's Putin's plan. You see something that doesn't quite look right? A corpse made out of driftwood. Just all tall and scraggly. With, I guess I'd call them speakers up on top. You hear the thing make the weirdest noises. It starts making all these weird siren noises. It walks off into the forest with your dad. Hello. <laughs> you can't talk to everything. I mean, I look, I can at least try. The creature grabs you. What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. The creature carries you for quite a long time. You're inside its hands uh, and you're swinging back and forth. It carries you deeper into the woods. And after about 15 minutes, it swings its arm forward and throws you down into a deep pit below. Uh, and you take some falling damage from this. I don't like that. No? <laughs> Do you want to try and use agility to, to avoid that? Yeah. Got an 11. Okay, so you managed to land reasonably all right. Uh, you don't get any fall damage. But you can see your dad is down in this hole as well. Uh, and he's broken his leg. Oh, god damn it. It hurts so much. Oh. Is there anything else in this hole with us? There's a couple of, like, skeletons. Some petrified bodies. Like, they're sort of desiccated. Daddy ain't gonna lack this. Um, I'm gonna grab two of the leg bones off the corpses. And I'm gonna start making him a splint for his broken leg. Disgusting. But okay. I mean, it's not a face. <laughs> That's true. At least it's not a face. Like, I suppose that's like the catchphrase of this series. At least it's not a face. So you make the splint and you wrap it around his leg. What are you using for bandage? Um, I'll tear off the hem of my coat. Uh, so you build a bandage uh, and you create the splint. Uh, and he is able to get up onto his foot now. Uh, and you are now on your own, the two of you, in this sort of pit. Uh, and you can hear the siren creature above sort of making weird sounds uh, and it's sort of marching around daddy do you think that's your commie uh possibly i i i mean i don't really know what a communist actually looks like so potentially that 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 could be it <laughs> could you roll for observation i got a 16 okay uh so you hear a sort of muffled mumbling underneath one of the desiccated corpses like someone's hiding there I'm going to say hello, even though my DM don't like it. <laughs> okay, so you say hello, uh, and from underneath one of the corpses, an- another old man, <laughs> he-, he sort of shuffles out. Uh, he's wearing what looks like a dressing gown, uh, and he looks pretty cold. He's got very little hair around like his ears. Um, he he kind of looks like a monk, uh, and one of his glasses is broken. Your dad goes, Roger! 
what what the hell are you doing here? And Roger climbs out and sort of like stands tall and goes, oh, I, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I got grabbed by that thing a couple of weeks ago and now I've, I've been down here ever since. Uh, I've, uh, I've almost ran out of trail mix. And your dad walks up to him and goes, I, 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 I didn't realize there was that you'd gone missing. Like if I had known, I would have, I would have gone searching for you. And, and then he looks at you and goes, this, this is why this old folks home is so shitty. Cause like they didn't even know he was gone. Uh, and he, he, he's clearly very, very angry about this. And, and, and his priorities aren't very straight right now. I've, I've just been, I've been trying to find a way out, but, but I don't have my glasses on me. So I've, I've not been able to see any way out. I, I, I don't, I don't know what's down here. Immediately as that happens, the siren creature leans over the side of the pit and its hand comes down. Could you please roll for agility? All right. That's a 19. Very nice. Uh, I'm roll another one. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, so you run out of the way and your dad manages to run out of the way and you manage to sort of like press yourselves up against the wall of this sort of pit. But poor Roger, um, who only rolled a six, gets grabbed by this arm. What? God, no! Help me! And he's being like pulled up towards the top of the pit, towards the siren. Are you going to do anything? Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Gosh, I'm going to fire at the mouth. Okay, so Roger's being pulled towards this mouth, and as it opens, um, this big sort of thick tongue comes out, and it looks razor sharp at the end, because it's like made of, made of mummified metal. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, so, are you going to try and shoot? Yes. Okay. That's a 28. Damn. Okay, so you shoot at this thing. The bullet that you managed to shoot go straight into the mouth and the entire siren falls off like you managed to decapitate this creature um, and the siren falls down uh, and the creature itself lets out this ungodly yelp and it drops Roger back down below and it retreats away from the pit so you are now alone in this pit with poor Roger who, who, is, who is absolutely terrified your dad and you and the head of this siren creature that is sort of writhing around on the floor like the tongue is sort of flailing around. Um, gosh, I probably ought to call work. <laughs> do you want to try? I don't want to deal with work. I'm just going to take a, a video of it and I'll send it to... No, Greg's working in accounting. Um, probably be Smedley. Yeah, I'll just send it on to Smedley uh, after my vacation, because I don't want to deal with him right now. You take this video of the creature's head, then it slowly starts to die, uh, and the tongue sort of stops moving eventually. It sort of like has a few residual flickers of life, but then it dies out on the floor. And you can see it's this, this horrible mix of both machine and humanoid skin. It's like really horrible looking. It, it's really unpleasant and like you can see like inside the skin there's like wires and stuff what do you want to do how are you going to try and escape this pit as you know roger couldn't see anything so roger can't see anything no he is practically blind how sloped are the the, the edges of the hole are they like straight up and down or quite sloped in fact like some of them look kind of man-made uh... like some of them look like very very like concrete bunkery huh Huh, indeed. But how uh, how deep is this hole? Uh, about the size of a 
standard room, I would say. Hey, Daddy? Yeah? I need you to give me a boost so I can get up to the... up to good ground again, and I'll help y'all out from up there. He immediately refuses, because he's got a broken leg. Daddy, when's a broken leg ever stopped you? You tell me about Nam, and you manning the guns with a broken arm and another broken arm, and you got a broken finger on each hand, and you got a broken foot, and you're telling me you're all half broken, and now when I need your help so we don't die, you telling me no? Healthcare is not free, goddammit. I am not gonna break this leg even more than it already is. Daddy, I'll just ship you to Canada. It's fine. But there is, there's gotta be a better way than taking you out there. You, you, you can't go out there. That thing is still up there, goddammit. I'm not letting it kill you. Well, Daddy... I don't, I don't want you to end up like one of these goddamn corpses. And he points at the corpses, and you can tell that, like, they were desiccated by this creature. It's a hell of a lot more scared of me than I am of it. And I'll just point at the, uh, the head on the ground. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I guess, could you roll for persuasion? I got a four. A four. He is he is not impressed by like your attempts to persuade him. He he's definitely not gonna do it. You need to find another way out. Why you gotta be so difficult? Like I said, the walls of this place yeah. some of them seem man made, but like years of dirt and like grime have built up on top of them. Uh, and you can tell that actually this is this feels like it's a room of an actual place and it's caved in. Like the weight of the like Soil on top has caved in. It's created this pit. So I gotta find a door. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna knock. Okay. On all of the walls until I find that hollow spot. Okay. So you, you sort of like wander around the wall, hitting it, and eventually you come across a spot that sounds kind of hollow. You like hit it and the dirt falls away. And it reveals what looks like a very impressive wrought metal door. I'm going to try to open it. Uh, could you roll for strength, please? I got an 11. Okay, so you managed to eventually like pull this door open. It's really rusted. Uh, and you make your way into this very dusty-looking laboratory room. And your dad follows you in, and so does Roger. And Roger goes, What, what is this place? This is clearly the communist's lab. Like I can tell, because it because because it's it, it's clearly not American. We don't have this kind of technology, I don't think. You walk in, uh, and there are loads of test tubes everywhere, and there are these great big vats on the walls, and the vats are empty, and one of them is sort of like smashed and broken, and there's like glass all over the floor, uh, and like this residue all over the place. What do you want to do? Uh, roll for observation. Okay. I got a twenty-two. Damn. Okay. So the first thing you notice that is on the wall, there is a great big logo. Uh, and the logo seems to look like the American flag. And underneath it is written the word Gamma, like as an acronym. Near that is a bunch of paperwork. And you go over to the paperwork and you look at it. It appears that this place was being used for some kind of human hybridization with machinery and it was being used as sort of a top secret government project uh, but clearly it's been abandoned for quite a few years now you find files on there about genetic engineering signal modulation dna memory extraction and each one of them has that gamma logo stamped on the front i was half expecting it to be a starbucks logo to be honest 
<laughs> no, it's not a Starbucks logo. Uh, although the, the greatest Starbucks conspiracy will be eventually revealed at some point, probably. So you, you find that. You, you've noticed that clearly these vats were used for growing like test subjects at one point. And when this place was evacuated, because it's clearly been evacuated in a hurry, one of the things broke out and it's sort of been down here for years and probably within the last like four or five months it's managed to break its way through the ceiling in that other room and out into the environment you can deduce from this that that is that weird creature outside man why did i not pick up that emp grenade when i had the chance that would have been useful wouldn't it that would have been useful but no yeah i don't actually know remember what i ended up with uh you went with the um you went with the ice grenade Oh, yeah. The endothermic grenade. And that went very poorly, if I remember correctly. It did. You almost killed Martin. That's fine. <laughs> so um, you are now in this laboratory room. Because you managed to observe so well, uh, I'm going to say that you managed to find a useful item. And that useful item is some, some sort of like electronic beacon thing. Like It looks like a radio beacon. So that's the thing you found. Hey, Daddy? Yep. You don't happen to recognize what this thing is. Can I point to the radio beacon? It looks like it's some sort of uh, radio beacon. Wow, Daddy. I had no idea. Uh, we, we used to use stuff like this back in Nam to, to like signal in like choppers and stuff. Uh, but this, this looks a little bit more high-tech than I'm used to. It looks kind of organic, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit confused. I, I've never seen anything like this. This must be like really high-powerful Putin communist tech going on here. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't really pretend to understand what it is. I don't like how he said that it looks like it's organic. Um, my first assumption is that it might be partially a person. Ooh. So I'm gonna say hello. Uh, you say hello to the, the thing in your hand and it doesn't react. It, it, it seems like this is some sort of like more inanimate thing. You look up, and because your observation roll was so good, because I feel like it'd be worth telling you kind of what this thing does. Uh, you can see schematics on the board. Uh, this seems to be like a muster beacon. So when this beacon's placed down, the creature will be lured towards it. So you could potentially use this to set a trap. All right. Well, I'll, I'll just take a mental note of that, because, I mean, I heard it real good. You did? But if it's kind of a person, mm-hmm. maybe I can rehabilitate it. Put it to work in the counting office. <laughs> Probably doubtful in this case. Uh, it, it is definitely more machine man. Then I'll put it to work in the IT department. I don't see what the problem wow. is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, rude. <laughs> Flipping hell. Jeez. Oh, man. Ernie Nibble in the accounting department is not going to be pleased with you. <laughs> so, um... You take this thing and you manage to find at the end of this room there is a ladder back out into the forest. So you climb up this ladder and you open up the vent. After a while, your dad and Roger manage to climb out of the hole as well. Uh, and you are now in the forest. Uh, the siren-headed creature does not seem to be anywhere nearby. It seems to have fled off into the forest somewhere. It might be worth you getting inside somewhere because it's getting quite cold out here. It's like getting very, very late at night. Daddy, I think it's about time we went home. We got church in the morning. Really? We're going to go to church after this? After this unholy abomination? I think after a night with an unholy abomination, there's no better thing to do in the morning but go to church. 
I actually, I, I cannot argue with that. That that actually makes a whole lot of sense. You walk back to the lodge. When you get back to the lodge, you find that there is the police car there, uh, and the police officer is standing there alongside this other strange guy. He's wearing a big black sort of duster coat, and he's got like, he's got frosted tips on his hair. Oh my god. He looks like he looks like um Who called Hacker Man? <laughs> it's not Hacker Man. He looks kinda like like a Spike from Buffy? No, he looks like a hotter Guy Fieri. Excuse me. There is nothing hotter than the mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> okay, he basically looks like Guy Fieri <laughs> only with a slightly more like chiseled <laughs> jaw. I regret the things I say. The mayor of Flavortown is not looking very happy. Um <laughs> Sorry. He comes up to you uh, and he says, I guess you're from Omen then, right? Well, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I think you'll find that this is a gamma territory. We do not like it when you guys come around here and mess up our stuff. Well, uh, your stuff messing up my stuff. May I introduce myself? Uh, my name is Peyton Steele. Are you proud of yourself? I am Sean? proud of myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best name. My name is Peyton Steele, and uh, I am one of the uh, agents for Gamma. The creature that has been attacking this area is under our jurisdiction, so I will be handling this from now on. If you would not mind that, thank you very much. Well, you weren't hanging with it before. Well, you see, I didn't even know this was going on until. My friend here sent me a message saying that a member of Omen was dabbling around in parts of the country that are not their jurisdiction. You're in the wrong here, not me. So I would suggest that you back off. Well, you're not really taking good care of your uh, area if you're just now hearing about this. I take care of my area just fine. I'll have you know. I don't need to know anything about your personal areas, but y'all ain't taking care of your domain, your gamma domain. So I had to come in and deal with it because your belongings are messing with my belongings. Listen, any sort of collateral that happens is on us, not on you. You shouldn't be dealing with this kind of thing. In fact, this kind of stuff is negligible in the grand scheme of things. Like these old people don't matter compared with everything that gamma does. So, quite frankly, you can back off. Well, if it's negligible, I guess you don't have to worry about it. Because your negligible uh, asset is messing with my daddy. And I ain't going to let that happen. Don't worry. We'll be putting the, we'll be putting the asset down in the morning. Uh, we will be luring it to a safe position and then eliminating it so we can experiment on it. Um, I'm going to push the button on the beacon. What? I'm going to push the button on the beacon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on now. No, 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 no. <laughs> You, you can push the button on a beacon in the next episode of the podcast because this is the end of this one. So we'll see you next time. Bye.
The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set. Now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.